0: Hello, everybody. Welcome in. I am your host, Coach V, here today with Coach Jimmy Neutron and Coach Melchor. Is that your name? What's... Melcher. Melcher, Melcher,
1: dude. Real Coach Mel. What's up, nephews? (laughs) What's up, nephews? (laughs) What's up, Nerd Nation?
0: (laughs) Also known as Also Uncle Mel. Um, Yes. Or, you know, so if you've ever seen the Also Uncle or whatever... Uh, it's all because of uh, it's all because of MJ. So he is the coach of the Charleston Shoes. They uh, they fell up. They came up a little short in the uh, mm-hmm. Conference State Championship. So, but you'll be here soon enough in the NTT.
1: We almost made it. It would have been great if we could have made it in my first full season back in '31. But alas, it was always the next nine weeks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so as for me and Jimmy, we are. Popping skis, let's um, go. There we go. There it is. There it there is. It is. Mm. Um, I sent that picture to Jimmy after we made it on the bubble for like the 15th year in a row. Um, <laughs>
2: I and I would have drank in a ski with you, but it gives me diarrhea every time, <laughs> and so I don't, do, I can't drink the skis, they're just straight sugar. For no, those I who think... don't know, yeah, I, I just want to clarify because <laughs> I won't call out the coach, but Coach Cheese. Uh, thought it, we meant brewskis <laughs> and so he was he was popping beers every time we would podcast <laughs> and then kyle's like no this is like a very like i don't what is it central illinois
0: soda southern illinois yeah
2: yeah yeah it's like surge if you've ever had surge or like yes mountain back yeah mountain dew heavy like um which is not a thing
0: i'm just saying it's like mountain dew it's like stronger i don't think i've ever heard of it
2: <laughs> <laughs> mountain dew heavy
0: no, no, I was like, I actually like Mountain Dew quite a bit. I've never heard of Mountain Dew heavy. What is this you're talking about? <laughs> right, right. No, it's, it's like Mountain like, Dew times two. Yeah. Okay. That's what you mean.
2: Mountain two. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, popping skis. Um, And, uh, yeah, we're excited to be here. So, let's get in. We're going to start with region one. So, first up, we got Coach Porter, the defending NTT champs. The reigning PNTT champs, 18-0, number one overall, 102 strength of schedule, and home to a billion different ties. Uh, (laughs) So I'm going to go through this, and there is a lot, okay? But Duluth is number one in true shooting percentage, number four in defensive true shooting percentage, number one in true shooting margin, number seven in offensive rebounds number two in rebounding margin, number two in assist, number two in blocks, number one in turnover margin. Um, Karan Davis for them is number five in game score, and uh, they're the number one team in points. So pretty much – oh, yeah, and they're number two in free throws attempted per game. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's a lot, you know. Um, what do you guys think of this team? Oh, Man. Sorry, they're going up a- – Oh, let me, let me finish there. They're, 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 head, they're going up against Indianapolis, the sizzling bacon coach by coach SVC one. Um, this is their third NTT first in a while. Uh, they made it by winning their conference tournament in, uh, I mean, they beat Tuscaloosa by 26. So that was pretty big. Let me real quick. Indianapolis um, is number nine and three points attempted. So they like to shoot some threes and that's it for them. So go ahead what were you gonna say mj
1: man it's just hard to kind of figure out a path to victory for the sizzling bacon which is unfortunate because come on that's such an incredible name but it's it's just tough right because the talent level like the discrepancy is just so large yeah do i really believe that the number 131 team is going to take down duluth Ah, that's a it's a tall task, <laughs> um, but you know what? It's, it's just kind of, yeah. So let's just like put these into some like pretty objective terms, so to speak. I see Duluth, like the Bulldogs, they're like McDonald's. Yeah. They're, they're undefeated. Everybody hates them. But mm-hmm. We were even talking about this a little bit earlier. Love uh, to Jimmy hate said them. it so perfectly. Hate exactly. Everybody hates it, but you know, when no one's looking, you're going to want to go to the drive-thru. I thought yeah. you said that so well, Jimmy. And then, right. And then, if we're going to put in the same like fast food terms, the sizzling bacon or um, Jaggers. Have you guys heard of Jaggers?
0: No, no.
1: Okay. That's because it's only in Indianapolis. And the only <laughs> people who believe the sizzling bacon can actually take down the Bulldogs are people in Indianapolis. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. And
1: so that's how I would put They're just like so far and away. And at, I mean, it would be an incredible upset for sure. But man, Coach uh, S. Vasey, kudos to making to the NTT, man. But, we'll see if he can get past this first round.
0: Yeah. Yeah. His, his accomplishment is making the NTT. And Mm. um, that brings up a good point. We actually wanted to start a new segment, um, a little, a little uh, running thing. We wanted to do some rankings and we thought we'd use the most objective things possible, which is fast food restaurants, because everyone agrees on which ones are the best and which ones aren't the best, including ourselves. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna rank these teams um based on fast food restaurants and we're gonna we can be as uh creative as we want with that so yeah
2: do do you guys have like like general hot hot takes with regards to fast food so like for example and, and i think that this will help people my like general hot take for fast food is that a sauce makes or breaks a place you know what i'm saying like the only reason people really like Chick-fil-A Ooh, oh, yeah. is because of the sauce, right? Mm. Um, and they can kind of get lost in it. So do you guys have any takes like that?
0: Yeah, I got the opposite take. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just not a big <laughs> sauce guy, you know? Um, honestly, so. Especially, yeah. like, the I don't know why, but I feel like I feel like a lot of sauces are mayo-based, and I'm just not a big mayonnaise fan, you know? Mm. Um, Interesting. Which is one of the reasons I... I don't know. I think I read somewhere that like Mac Jones ate like a tub of mayonnaise or something <laughs> like that. So, no, um, he
2: is a tub of mayonnaise.
0: Oh yeah, that too. That,
2: that was. Oh the thing. my
1: gosh, that is incredible. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, for sure. That is so, incredible. Anyway, yeah, that's that's kind of my hot take. I don't like mayonnaise. <laughs> MJ, do you have any hot I takes? Mean, I don't
1: have. Yeah, I don't think I have one. Mine is that my favorite fast food place is Arby's. Dude, yes. is a apparently a very polarizing take. There are Preach. some people, like my wife, who will absolutely shame me uh, about hmm. Arby's, and the only time I'm allowed to go get Arby's is if she's already getting dinner somewhere else, and I'm like hmm. left to fend for myself. Yeah. So that would be my only hot take, I guess, when it comes to fast food, which I guess, yeah, yeah. Is, is very polarizing, and it might come up. You know, yeah. it might come up. Who knows.
0: Yeah, yeah, I really think the fries put Arby's a notch header, a notch ahead. I guess um, just because I mean those fries are so good. Like where They're else so can you get? Where oh, else man. can you get curly fries? Do it? Does anyone else serve curly fries? I don't think so. No,
2: I think you can order them Jack like, in the ba- Box. Yeah, yeah, it's random places. But yeah, I mean, dude, Arby's sauce. It comes back to the sauce too. It's the horse so good? No, not even the horsey sauce. Just Arby's sauce. Hmm. It's so good.
1: Oh, uh, Arby's sauce.
2: Yeah, That's yeah, so like the, their sort of barbecue esque sauce. So I don't disagree with you, MJ. Yeah, yeah. Right. My wife also hates it. it. I love
1: their au jus, which is technically a sauce, right?
0: Uh, sure.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you want it to be? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> All right. We're going to get this show on the road. I'm sure everyone's coming to hear our if food takes. <laughs> if you want. If you want. You know, I think, yeah, I think everyone wants to hear our food takes, but, you know, also, a little basketball. So, um, <laughs> next mm-hmm. up, we got the eight seed, the Carlsbad Bunny, coached by coach AJ uh, Duranth, 31 54 strength of schedule. Um, fairly balanced team, relying on a lot of scoring from a lot of different guys. No one guy's really taking it over, but their big men are who get most of their points. First, the nine seed, the Jackson Five. Jackson has uh, Bennett Michael. Um, Scoring 23 points a game. You got Omar Williams, 19.4 points a game. They're number 33 at 133 strength of schedule. So Jackson is the number nine team in assist and the number nine team in steals, where Carlsbad is number two in offensive rebounds. So, how do you see this game going? Yeah, I mean,
2: so I'm, I'm just going to jump out with the, uh, with the, fast food take so i think carlsbad is a bit like long john silver um like if you have just like worked out or you are looking for like straight grease uh it starts so well and and look at this this team starting in the exhibition won their first 13 games right so they started out 10 and 0 in the regular season they Mm -hmm. beat teams like pasadena uh pittsburgh huntsville great starts and then As the grease starts to settle, you end up on the toilet. Mm -hmm. And they lost five of their last eight. Um, And and granted, it's a good team. Santa Fe, Carnegie, again, uh, they played Pasadena, again, lost to them. But then Phoenix and Tacoma, their first round in the uh, Conference 32 uh, tournament, the number 194 team. And So good coach in B. Cook, but uh, bad team. And so I think it it starts hot, uh, and then it has ended really poorly with, uh, with Carlsbad on the toilet, right? But then you look at Jackson 5. um, Jackson 5 is interesting. I I would kind of see them as KFC. And Mm. so I think that they used to be like the real deal, right? They used to be this incredible program. They're still top uh, five program all time, top eight by PR, um, with two titles early on. Uh, And then just like they got complacent and got a little bit worse. Um, But then landed this senior class that's 2-3. So we look at like... uh, Omar Williams and Landon Peck, uh, they don't necess- and Jacob Adams, they don't carry the weight. Uh, that's Bennett Michael, but they are all scoring double digits, um, all in between fifty-five and sixty percent true shooting. And so, I, I just think that this Jackson Five team is way better, and mm-hmm. and, in, and just like KFC is a lot better than Long John Silver's. Like I just, you know, you look at Carlsbad's true shooting percentage as a team; it's forty-eight point eight percent. I wouldn't be surprised if they are like three. Uh, Fair shooters are getting like uh, 12, they're 12 and 13 shots per game Um,
0: because
2: that's pretty rough. And I I just don't think in the NCT you can compete. So I think Jackson actually wins this
0: pretty handedly. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. And you can't forget KFC serves Pepsi products. So that kind of gives them a leg up.
2: Um, Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, let's move on to the 4 13 matchup. We got the Atlanta Llamas coached by Coach Cadillac. Five going up against the Montgomery War Eagles, butchered coach of Batman W. Uh, Atlanta is number one in defensive free throws allowed, number one in defensive true shooting percentage, number four in true shooting margin, number two in steals, and number one in blocks, and then number one in defensive points allowed. Montgomery is number one in defensive three points allowed, and number six in turnover margin. So you look at Atlanta, and you know, it's it's Jason Watts, their point guard, 5'11, but scoring 22.6 points a game. Um, Cameron Rachel, they're uh, they're uh, you doing okay, Jimmy?
2: Yeah, my dog <laughs> is squeaking his toy. This is incredible.
0: <laughs> I thought you were sorry, crying, guys. Or yeah. Oh, so, sorry. <laughs> um, and then. You look at Montgomery and they're led by Russell Let- Letson, their junior, small forward, 6'9", 26.7 points a game. And he's really their do-it-all, everything for their team. So how do you see this game going, MJ?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll follow Jimmy's lead and just start off with these fast food comparisons because that's the most objective and <laughs> clear-cut way I can put this. The War Eagles, in my eyes, are Little Caesars. Mm-hmm. and the llamas are dominoes okay so oh, right no. off the bat you can kind of tell who i'm favoring there jimmy's not gonna but like I, I, love, I love me some little caesars gonna fight you <laughs> here's the thing i love me some some little caesars i think little caesars is a great deal right like it's five bucks hot and ready pizza they're adding more to that deal it's it's nice but their pizza is like it's I don't know if it it technically qualifies as pizza because the quality of ingredients are so low. It's like, there's an SNL skit, which is, this is super niche. This is super niche. There's an SNL skit where there's a food product and it's legally not allowed to be called pizza. That is pretty much as close as you get with Little Caesars. And the reason why I say this, Jimmy, I'm sorry to offend you. I, like I said, I love Little Caesars. It's the best deal on the block, but their strength of schedule was number 210 and they're ranked number 52 and that that's tough to me. Even if you look at the recruiting classes um, the past four years, the only one at the top 100 really um, is going to be their junior class. And then maybe their freshman class too, which just shows the, I don't know, like the low talent level, which kudos to coach of Batman W like Batman dubs, man, you got to the NTT with a low talent team. And that's, that's awesome. But when you look over at the llamas, I'm just looking at them and you even rattled or like rattled off their number one in all of these defensive categories. Mm-hmm. It's like Domino's, it's tough to touch Domino's, man. That crust is undefeated, that buttery garlic crust. You had like their hot sauce on the pizza is so good. Their thin crust pizzas out of this world. It's like they're not gonna let another lesser team beat them. Sure, they might lose to the better teams if you like something like a pizza hut. Like that's you know, splitting hairs. That's debatable. But they're not going to lose to a lesser team like the War Eagles because they're defensively so sound. So that's what it is for me. I, I would give the edge here to Coach Chattelak 5 uh, yeah. simply because he's not going to lose to bad teams. And just being led by Jason Watts and Cameron Rochelle, like, that that backcourt is so, so strong um, cool. comparatively so to the War Eagles. So. That's right I'll say this,
0: go. you know, if if Montgomery is Will Caesars, then uh, Russell Letson is definitely their crazy bread. I mean, he's the best <laughs> part of their he's the best part oh. of their, um, franchise, and you can't yeah. you can't mention Will Caesars without talking about crazy bread because, I mean, it's very underrated. Oh, oh
1: yeah. Hmm. I like that I, it looks undercooked, right? It's like Russell Letson; he doesn't look like much on the outside.
0: But you, My God. you take
1: one bite. <laughs> I've just <laughs> never heard anyone call uh, Domino's
2: out of this world. Like, what is
0: that? Hey, you know what? I also Domino's prefer Domino's Little Caesar, so I think you're outvoted. What the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna edit that out. Um All right, let's look at the 5-12 matchup. we got the Cedar Crappage Cheese Eaters, uh, coached by Coach Wiz, 42, number 20th, 213, strength of schedule, led by Zachary Stowers, um, freshman guy, part of the 12-3 class, going up against the Jefferson City Seabaggers, coached by Coach Bobby, 31. Now, this team snuck in um, barely. I mean, they got beat down. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a bubble game. Two teams in the 30s going up against each other and they lost to Lansing by 43. And Somehow yeah, they crazy. still made it in. So, real quick, mm-hmm. Cedar Rapids is number 6 in true shooting percentage, number 4 in steals, and number 4 in turnover margin. Jefferson City is number 2 in three points attempted, and that's their only top 10 statistical category in the NTT. What do you see in this game, Jimmy?
2: Yeah, I mean, you look at Cedar Rapids, and I would kind of see them as a, like a Culver's. It's <laughs> mostly the cheese thing, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like, that's just where my mind went. But they're also a consistent NTT team. I feel like Culver's is fairly consistent. Um, it, it It's a con- con- consistent banger. Uh, I don't know. MJ, have yeah. you had Culver's? Like, is it out there? Oh, yeah,
1: we have Culver's
0: here. In yeah, Tucson. we have okay. Culver's out here. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Me and MJ live in Arizona. We have it, for sure, yeah. at least in Phoenix, in the big city. Yeah, didn't ask.
1: In the real um, city. I'm just kidding. Well, we have it in Tucson, in the better city, so. <laughs>
2: all right, cool. Anyways, that's, <laughs> We're now we're getting, like, the Arizona crowd riled up. Um, so, uh, you guys. Um, <laughs> we're all over
1: the place. Yeah, you're good.
2: Um, and then, so, I'm going to look at Jefferson City uh, as Arby's. As the aforementioned Arby's, I think. I mean, you look at their schedule, and they are all over the place, a little bit polarized, right? hmm. Um, And 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 this is going to be really hard for me to sort of evaluate Conference fifteen because you guys are just like blow for blow, like took each other out, right? Uh, And and like same teams, uh, you could have like, for example, Brad or um, Bobby loses to Brad by thirty six or thirty eight. Sorry in game number six and beats him by 26 in a game number 16 first round of the conference tournament and so it's just like man I don't know how to evaluate this it's a little bit polarized um, and I think other people are going to have different takes as well
1: Um,
2: I will say Cedar Rapids is a lot deeper Um, they do things pretty well but they also face the 213 schedule and you look at their loss against Detroit um, early in the season seven point loss I mean, that happens, but that's just, like, that's tough. He he didn't really blow anyone out who was in the 100s. And so that actually makes me lean a little bit Jefferson City here. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's interesting he's trying to zone out. Uh, I've not seen Bobby do that before. Um, but they do have a little bit more firepower. And I'm actually kind of leaning Jefferson City in this spot.
0: Yeah, it's really hard to really trust Cedar Rapids with their schedule. Um, just not... Not amazing teams that they're playing. You know, they did get Carnegie in the first game of the season, but you know, and they got Chattanooga in uh, one of the out of conference games. But for the most part, it's just you know teams in the hundreds mm-hmm. um, and two yeah. hundreds even. So it's really hard to, yeah, it's really hard to get get a reading on the first on the first time going. You know, it's kind of like, uh, man, I got. It, it's kind of like, let me think. Now, now, now I'm coming up on the spot. I'm not doing very well. So, <laughs> so it's kind of like that new local chain at your at, in in your hometown. You know, you're not you're not used to it. You know, you want to try you try it out once and you feel pretty good, but it's like I need to try it out a few more times. And they it's just not proven. So yeah, yeah, um, that's fair. That's kind of why you got there with uh, them. Yeah, uh, and
2: I I will say like I think the parody of this league is ridiculous. Like yeah. I think you know we had a couple one or two seeds lose early last year just because it's like we have these teams that are like 17 and 1, 16 and 2 who don't play anyone and then these teams like Jefferson City who are 10 and 8 and play Juggernauts every game and it's just going to be really hard to actually evaluate especially in a league where luck is a little bit more involved just in terms of, like, everyone is a tie. Um, and, and I'm not saying luck is, like, the determining factor, but I just think it's a little bit more involved than, like, a so, a smaller league. Um, you're just going to have, a, like, a spreading out of talent that uh, makes it really, really hard to know, like, who's going to win yeah. out in, in a matchup, uh, again, with guys who have never played each other,
0: you know? I will, I will compare Jefferson City to McDonald's in this way that they – Mm. they were doing really well they were they were just dominating early in the season and then they did something weird with their lineup and you know they started losing a bunch of games and they were just mm-hmm. all over the map so it's kind of like mcdonald's where it's like why do you make mcribs seasonal <laughs> like it's 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 a really good like thing why would you why would you take it off the menu and then put it back on it's really mm. confusing like just leave it on your menu you know you you got the you got the picture with with breakfast you have 24-hour breakfast at most locations. Like You should do it right. with McRib, too.
2: So Yeah, I also blame that on Big Daddy. Deep, man. I okay. think Big, Big Daddy is the reason mm-hmm. that they have breakfast all the time now, but we don't have to get into that. All right, let's hey, keep moving. that's an underrated movie. All <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, I agree.
0: The number two seed, Inglewood Igloo Makers, coached by coach Mav, uh, Mc, McVicker 3R. Or, yeah, anyway. Uh, and then Portland Ballers, coached by coach EC Ballers. Yeah. Um, you got Inglewood. they are number four in assists. They are number 10 in turnover margin. Portland is number eight in three points attempted and number 10 in defensive three points allowed. So they really try and take advantage at the three-point line. What you seeing this game, MJ?
1: Yeah, the Igloo Makers, I really wanted to come up with something about ice cream here. Yeah. But... I The thing that just kept coming back to mind, maybe it's the Inglewood-California connection, but was in and out right? Hmm. And they just did what they were supposed to do with a good roster. I mean, you look at Keegan Hunter and Quentin Clark. Both of those guys had game scores of over 20 on the whole season. And the other starters, you know, like they were holding their own as well. And his bench didn't play as much. Um, He was definitely starter heavy, but they did exactly what they were supposed to do. They went sixteen and two. They beat, you know, most good teams. They lost. They dropped a couple games. Um, But I think what sets them apart for me is as you look at um, their schedule, and I'm just really impressed by some of their some of their wins here. So they, oh gosh. I lost it. My bad. Can you edit this out?
0: <laughs> uh we don't usually, but um
1: we'll, we'll we'll fix it in post, you guys. It's okay. Um, but yeah, so oh my goodness. Yes, so in and out. The reason why I chose in and out is because if you let in and out fries sit out for more than, you know, five minutes, maybe. I don't know if you guys have in and out out there, Jimmy. But what? if you let them sit out for five minutes or more, they turn into straight cardboard. They're horrible. The first five minutes are glorious. And so if you look at the way their schedule played out, they didn't lose a game until their last game of the season. It was kind of like the fries. It's like, they just kind of got left out for a little too long and they had to drop mm-hmm. one. And then even in their conference tournament, they lost to the San Diego rebels who were number one forty-two and had a sub 500 record. So that to me is a little concerning for sure. But then you look over at the Portland ballers and to me, they're kind of like, I would just say like they're Wendy's, like they're just like average, like they're they're okay. You're you're fine going there if that's where everybody else wants to go, but you're not impressed. You're not going to be impressed. You're not going to be overly excited about it. And so I just you know when I think of that, I just think of Wendy's. It's like well, that's right mm. middle of the road. They have everything okay. They might be able to do like one thing really really special. Um, I don't even know what that would be. Well, I guess I guess it's their, like their personal fouls. They're averaging. Well, there you go. See, some people like it, you know, but I think it's like it's not the top of your list, hey, probably. Wendy's always
0: got they, they're consistent with always having that four for four for you, you know. Like mm. you know, you can get that four there you for go. four exactly. And that's that's a good value.
1: Yeah, there you go. Well, the way I look at it is they're averaging two and a half more personal fouls per game, and if you take that Wendy's chili, like you're going to be sitting on the pot for a while. It's going to come back to haunt you, and it's going to hurt. So. Um, that's how I see them, and if it's between Wendy's and In-N-Out for me, I'm going In-N-Out eleven out of ten times.
2: Well, I don't know who's going to Wendy's for their
1: chili. <laughs> <laughs> Your I, are hey, me, it's bad. not bad. Yeah. Man. you're
0: not even okay. talking about You, you the get frosting. their
1: chili, you just drizzle over their fries. No. <laughs> All right,
0: <laughs>
2: but um, I, I also have irritable bowel syndrome, so up.
0: yeah, I yeah, I also there think Ingo Wood's gonna win, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's look at the seven ten matchup. You got the Carbondale Eclipse, coached by Coach Drizzy Dri- Drizzy Dell double o seven, going up against West Palm Beach Trans Dragons, uh, who won beat uh, MJ to make the uh, NTT. So you know mm-hmm. a lot about this team, um, MJ. Yeah, yeah. Any any quick yeah. thoughts? Get oh the
1: trans dragons man um yeah they they laid the whooping on us and we i mean we deserved it we <laughs> i don't think we should have we should have got that far they beat us by 24 points um but in that game uh joshua clements just went off man uh it was yeah. it was really great but i think the game went came up to benjamin Yassin, um just mm-hmm. with rocking that double double and three steals he was a stud for him and so i think he can carry him far but jimmy i'd love to hear what you're thinking
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you look at this matchup, and I kind of look at Carbondale as like um, a Jollibee, and so um, Jollibee is something I had. Yeah, yeah, I was I was gonna get there, but Jollibee is something that I had not heard of until they built one near me, and so it's a little bit of an up and comer in my opinion. So it's a Hmm. Filipino uh, fast food restaurant, which if you guys didn't know, MJ is Filipino, Um, and it's good. Uh, and I feel like its stock is rising. And you look at Carbondale, they've been in the NTT now. This is their third NTT, uh, and this will be their third in, in six seasons. Uh, and about have had two PTTs in those six seasons as well. And so they're a little bit more of a, a team on the rise. Um, uh, you also look at their, their freshman, Caleb Ireland, um, is, is carrying them 59% true shooting, 21 points per game from this shooting guard position. Uh, you then look at West Palm Beach. Uh, and I kind of look at them as a Pizza Hut. Like I think that they dominate in small markets, right? Mm. It, it, which is kind of what I look at as Conference Eight. Um, you look at sort of like outside of Mobile uh, with Crone's team. This team had this uh, conference had had a little bit of success in like season like maybe twelve or fifteen, but then Kissimmee has taken a hard fall. Um, I think Gainesville was good there for a while and Oxford, and they took a, a pretty significant hard fall. And so West West Palm Beach is sort of dominated in the small market. Um, but I, I just don't see, you know, they have a really good freshman that MJ mentioned in Benjamin Yassin, but I, I just don't see the depth for them actually that um, Carbondale has with that sophomore 713 class. Uh, and he actually only is playing one of them in uh, Michael Cole, who's kind of a glue big. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, relies on a lot of freshman power, but I actually really, really like this uh, Carbondale team in this spot.
0: Okay. Let's look at Memphis, um, the number three seed coach by coach. Uh, Babernu, um, number nine overall, obviously led by Kevin Fitcher, Fitchner, um, going up against the Hartford Dragons out uh, of Conference 3. They won their conference tournament to get the at-large uh, bid. Um, they got a great senior class and a good uh, – a good freshman class as well. Um, to complement that, specifically uh, Nicholas Carter. Memphis is number three in uh, three points attempted and number and Fincher's the third highest uh, game score in the NTT. Uh, whereas, um, sorry about that. Uh, so Hartford is number. Well, Nicholas Carter is number ninth in game score, and that's the only top ten category they have. Um, real quick, uh, I'll do a real quick fast food thing for um, Memphis. Uh, Jimmy, or is it MJ now? I'd love yeah. to
1: hear it.
0: MJ might have something yeah, else. Me. But I- I'd say Memphis is kind of like Chipotle. You know, you got this, You got you got the burrito mm. bowl, you know, and it's really good. You can get burrito bowl every time, and you're never gonna get sick of it. Like Fincher's that good; like you're mm-hmm. never gonna get sick of him. He's always gonna deliver. He's, it's always gonna be delicious. But now they brought in Patrick Lathers. What that is? That's the chips. You can get those chips, and you can dip them right into that burrito bowl and eat them together. Or you could get some guac. You know, or like you you got some options now. Like wh- whereas before, you know, you were you were sitting good, nice with a burrito bowl you've expanded your options and yes that's that's my uh, thoughts on Memphis
1: I love that and and just to write, to write on that for a little bit Jonathan Smith would be the queso because he comes off the bench <laughs> he's just the icing on top mm-hmm. he might not play you know like he's averaging 14 minutes a game but eight point6 points per game you know what I mean so he's chucking up shots the moment he gets it onto the court which I love that um, I actually funny enough Jimmy thought of Jollibee for the memphis routers oh. and that's because they're a little bit undersized they're a little bit undersized but they're really scrappy right mm. like they're usually fouling a little bit more um like but I you're said, just projecting about yourself is... <laughs> okay okay i'm li- literally doing that right i'm like <laughs> filipino people are a little bit undersized <laughs> and they're really scrappy and I, I didn't so mean I really, generally i really I... like that about the routers no, no, no. I, I'm talking super generally. I can <laughs> say it because I'm Filipino. Right, but, um, I, can't, I can't. I'm not allowed. That, that's how I exactly. <laughs> no, um, the Memphis Routers, I see Jollibee all the way. Like they're just a team of Filipino people. That's you know that's what that's how I see it. And then the Hartford Dragons. I would say you know they're they're a little bit you know they're they're a bigger pro like size wise average height somewhere around like six nine for their roster. Um for their starters i mean um and so and, and they have like one good thing which mm-hmm. is nicholas carter like you said he's the only top 10 statistical category for them and yeah. so burger king kind of is like that it's a little bit overhyped for me i never i have never been a fan of burger king but they claim to be the king of burgers so <laughs> for me it's that sells it a little bit much for me and it's like you, you do one thing well because burger king tries to do other things and it's like When you put burger in your name, you're going to paint yourself into a corner. Um, But watch out for that Jollibee, man, that sweet spaghetti Mm. and that fried chicken. It's going to come and get you. So I I give it to the routers here, which again is playing the chalk. I think I've chosen the chalk every time, but I really like this routers team. The only person that they've lost to, um, they had three losses on the season. They lost twice to Rockford, I believe. And Rockford, we're going to talk about them in a little bit. They're the number two seed in region two. So um, yeah, I would give it to them.
0: All right, let's look at the six eleven matchup. We got the Fargo Wild, coached by Coach Caruso. Um, I think that's how you say it, but uh, or at least it, that's been how I've always said it in my head. So this is actually their first ever NTT. So congratulations, Coach! Yeah, that's an that's incredible awesome. accomplishment. It's so hard to do in this league, and uh, yeah, you made it. So they're going up against the Boca Raton uh, Bombers. They won their or they got in oh, as an at-large team. Uh, from conference 13. So uh, Boca Rotan is number three in offensive rebounds, number seven in steals, number two in turnover margin, and number 10 in uh, defensive three points allowed. Fargo is number 10 in assist, number nine in turnover margin, and number six in free throws attempted. So, what do you see in this uh, matchup, Jimmy?
2: Yeah, yeah. Congrats again to Coach Crusoe. Um, not to be confused with Coach D. Crusoe, his brother. But, yeah. uh, I, you know, you look at this roster, and Fargo is starting four, six, seven guys. They got two on the bench and a 6-10 guy. And then points per game, 15.2, 10.9, 11.2, 13.9, 15.2. So immediately, I'm like, they have five guys that are doing work for their team, right? So it's got to mm-hmm. be five guys, right? Wow. And then, thank you. And then I switch over to Boca Raton, and guess what? 13 points, 11.8, 10.1, 13.2, 10.7 points per game. So they have five guys scoring in double digits. However, I'm not lazy. And so I decided that Boca Raton was Sweet Frog. <laughs> okay. And that's mostly because I have never heard of Sweet Frog. And I also have also never heard of this coach. And so he's been to the NTT once. And so we've talked about him before.
0: But, uh or 15.
2: Yeah. Par- for the course, right. Yeah. Um but but some, some more serious notes. I, I, I mean, you look at Fargo, like their recruiting classes, the thirteen thirty freshmen, twenty-three forty-six sophomore, 86 senior, and then we don't talk about the juniors. Um, but I mean that's just like incredible depth for Doesn't this
0: look like one of my test league teams? Kinda. It does. <laughs> it
2: does, yeah. Well you you like land these enormous <laughs> classes and then you're that's like, incredible. Oh yeah, I get I, I didn't care this uh this cycle so i got the 180 class that is like actually your your test <laughs> league, whereas i like i learned, like a top 10 <laughs> class every year and then can't get out of the second round of the ntt but i'm not better um
0: and the 6-7 point guard yeah yeah
2: and your 6-7 i guard, have right. to have a tall point guard that's yeah that,
0: that's a requirement
2: right right but i mean i love this sort of uh like layout mm-hmm. that fargo has here um it as far as boca raton is concerned i mean I do love their offensive productivity. I do wish Gage Staples would take some more shots. You know, 13 points a game on 61% true shooting, whereas Javon Glenn is 51% true shooting on 10 points. It's like I would much rather Javon not shoot and, and give the shots to to Gage Staples. But um, but honestly, For- Fargo has a little bit of the same thing going on. But I, I just trust their schedule a yeah. little bit more. They're a little bit more of a defensive team. Um, so I, I'm going with Fargo here.
0: How do they have uh, two players on their team to engage. Yeah.
2: I don't know, man. Millennials naming their kids now.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah, okay. Cool. Seriously. Well, let's kind of um go through this region um make our picks of who we think's going to who we think's going to advance. Um I like uh Atlanta over Jefferson City, Duluth over um Jackson and then I got Carvindale over Inglewood, and uh, Memphis over Fargo. Then I got Memphis losing to Duluth in the finals. Oh, my gosh. Are you
2: serious? I have the exact same uh, bracket. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there was not a single difference. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I have Duluth and Memphis in the Elite Eight, and Duluth going to the Final Four.
0: Um,
2: How could you pick Duluth? Yeah, how could I? I know. I, I mean, it's
0: just. I don't. I don't see how they're good enough this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upset city.
2: Know. They need two more ten tens.
0: <laughs> you have any thoughts, MJ? Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I have the Duluth going to the final four, but the only difference is, I think um, you had Carlsbad over Jackson, right?
0: Uh, I had Jackson. I had
2: Jackson as well.
1: Oh, okay, well then. It, then I think it was the exact same. I think I might have the the trans dragons making a little bit of a Cinderella push, just because I would like to say that the only reason I didn't make to the NTT was because of the champion. But mm. that'd be the only that'd be the only difference, I suppose.
0: Sure, sure, that's funny. Okay, just a few players to talk about. We got obviously Karan Davis, um, Porter uh, Porter Eldridge. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of Bennett Michael, Cameron Reichel. Uh, Russell Letson, Zachary Stowers, anyone else you guys think of?
2: No, I mean, you can go down Duluth's entire roster. Yeah, yeah, J- yeah. Justin Miller and Christian Williford are just a ridiculous yeah. four yeah. or five. Um, What is it? Matthew Hall for yep. Jefferson City is
0: good. Justin Moodle too, is really solid. Yeah,
2: like yeah. You did mention Fickner, right? I mean, I think he is the yeah. guy to watch. Uh, I, I do think that if anyone can take down Duluth, it's Memphis just because of uh, the sort of like one volume score can just go ham in, in tournaments like this. But uh, I think yeah. you've mentioned other guys.
0: Yeah, I really like, I also really like Tommy Markland. I feel like he's a solid player. Um, and then Nicholas Cantor. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. His brother gets a, in trouble a lot with the Turkish government, but.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Doesn't play defense.
1: Oh can't put. <laughs> Can't play canner.
0: You're right. <laughs> uh, that's your coach now. That's that's Billy. What Billy Donovan said, Jimmy. Anyway, cool. We'll wrap it up. That was long enough, and uh, we'll be back with Region Two.